I'm Jasmine. I'm Alyssa. I'm Rhiannon. And this is Books Between Sisters. episodes have been not working out so much with our introduction but that's okay we're struggling (laughs) we are glad to be back another (laughs) how are you guys doing pretty good i'm still tripping out over this weather i don't i know i keep talking about it but it's like crazy like i never have i ever remembered it being like this where it's like we're going we're getting close we're halfway through october and it's still in like what the 70s 80s i know but it's weird because my house is cold really (laughs) so i have to like i had to turn on the heat the past two days because it's cold and then i go outside and it's hot so it's just super weird how that's working. Yeah, that is really strange. I feel like it's gets really cold like at like in the beginning of the day for us and then it starts warming up throughout the day and then by like the end of the day I'm like sweating. Yeah. Yeah, it's super but, weird. Yeah, and then I wake up like freezing every morning. Yeah, I know. I'll take the warm weather, though, so I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah, for sure. It's just tripping me out. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I wonder if we'll have a really cold winter or if it'll be... Ooh. Let's hope not. Oh, we'll see. I mean, at this point, winter's going to be fall. <laughs> I know. True. Oh. Okay. Angry. Yeah. Barely. <laughs> Barely. I Yeah, I didn't sleep very well last night. I only got like four hours. Oh, no. mm. That's no Sorry. fun. I took like a half an hour nap today, so I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't know how people take half hour naps. I don't either. I, I go to sleep. I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's at I least, to sleep it's at least quite an hour. Outside. I wake yeah. up when it's dark. Yeah. Well, Believe me, I wanted to sleep for longer, but I had to go to the dentist. So I was like, Ooh. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I can't say that because I have a couple of times on my lunch, like I've been so tired that I'll just close my eyes. I'm like, okay, I got to set my alarms to make sure yeah. that I wake up and don't just sleep for the rest of the afternoon. And I will wake up, but I just feel really crappy. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I need more sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like, it's not a nap, though. 30 minutes to me, <laughs> I'm just like... You're just resting your eyes. Arrest, yeah, basically. <laughs> Give me at least an hour. It takes me, like, 
at least like 10, 15 minutes just to go to sleep, honestly. I know. So half an hour is like really just a 15 minute nap. Yeah. Ooh, so we're talking about sleeping. I'm running now. <clears throat> All right. Can't go to sleep yet. We have to get yeah. through this. <laughs> this first, first book, first half of this book. I'm so excited about. Yes. Okay, I gotta say, mm-hmm. out of the two Colleen Hoover books that I've read, well, one and a half books that I've read, mm-hmm. I like this one infinitely better than mm. the last one. Wow. You're perfect. And mm-hmm. that one was okay. It was good, mm-hmm. but it was okay. Um, this one, I was like, wow, I really, really like all the characters and mm-hmm. the development of it. But I am very worried because I, you know, was doing our social media <laughs> posts for our last episode. And then I combined the fact that we are going to be reading this, you know, It Ends With Us by Colleen mm-hmm. Hoover. And I was trying to look up words that described this book. And all I kept seeing was heartbreaking. Um, I can't think of what, like, a emotional. Emotional. And I was like, great. Um, For for this book or for the, it starts with us? Or it ends with us. It ends with us. Yeah. 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 So, you know what? So, Walmart released It Starts With Us like six days early. Yeah. Yeah. I got um, a message from a friend and um, hopefully she'll be on the the podcast next week. But she was like, Walmart released it. And I was like, what? I pre-ordered it. it. And I'm like, I'm sure it's sold out by now. Like, there's no way that they had any copies. But I was like, what is this? That's not fair. No, that's not fair at all. I've had this pre-ordered for months now. I wonder if that was an accident. I've heard about something before happening like that at Walmart, and they, like, released something before it was supposed to be out. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Can you imagine, like, going to the store and finding something that isn't supposed to be out yet and just being like, what? This must be fake. This is until Tuesday. Did you pre-order on Amazon? Yeah. Okay, so you're supposed to get it on Tuesday. The oh, day really? releases, I believe you're supposed to get it that same day. Ooh, so, we'll I hope so. I'm excited. It's, the hardest part for me is not gonna be like reading it all because <laughs> yeah. we're we're doing it on our podcast, so I have to only read the first half. Yep. So that's gonna be really hard for me. Restraint. <laughs> um. I have to say another book. I posted this on our uh, social media as well, but The Chicken I recommend you guys read it. I can't remember if I put it into our list of what we should talk about on the podcast, but it might be cool to do it. Uh, yeah. If I read the whole book, but um, it's a really cute book about these two sisters that are, um, they're kind of like rivals. They have some kind of, history between them that makes them not be very close um Mm. but it's actually generational um feud that is happening Uh. between two chicken restaurants that used to be one like they're the same family but 
they had some kind of dispute and so they broke off into two and then um you know generations later one of the girls married the son of the other chicken restaurant and um so she basically switched sides because her mom wants nothing to do with her because she switched sides and she's trying to um bring more business to her family her side's um restaurant and so she um contacted the food network because the food network was looking for people to be compete on food wars uh between you know in a town like that so that's a very interesting and strange plot plot (laughs) yeah i know i haven't finished it yet but like from the first chapter it drew me in and i was like this is really interesting and i say we add that to our books yeah definitely but to talk about the book at hand, so yes. we have read the first half of It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. This was Alyssa's pick, and Alyssa has read the whole book before. Yeah. So she's going to have to show some restraint and not talk about I, it. <laughs> I, I'm going to try. I'm trying really hard. I will say that, so we read through half the book, and... Honestly, where it ends, because we end on chapter 15, um, it was a like almost like a perfect halfway point. Really? Like before like, yeah. some drama? Oh, yeah. I was like, wow, that kind of worked out really perfect because of exactly where it ended. So, But we'll talk about oh. that. Let's, well, yeah, we'll talk <laughs> about that. I'm going to restrain <laughs> It ends with us. So it starts out with uh, introducing us to Lily. I forgot names. Yeah. <laughs> Lily is our main character. Yes, how can I forget that? Her name is Lily Blossom Bloom. <laughs> what it's a like name. The, is like it's a very strange name. I don't know if I'd be happy if that was my name, but I also think it's really cute. It is cute. But yeah, but it, I feel like it has to be attached to a specific person. Like you have to have yeah. a very like, I don't know, innocent look about you to like be able to carry that name well. Yeah. So that's w- what I imagine the character to be. She's very, I mean, she's very like strong, but like I just imagine her having this really cute little, she's a redhead and just like very like cute freckly face so i know we're not at the point of talking about who who we would cast but literally through this entire first half i've just been picturing sadie sink not because she's the only redheaded actress yeah (laughs) but i just i don't know it just seems like she would fit this person really well you know i surprisingly didn't even think of her I was like trying to think of somebody and I thought of a couple different people, but the, I actually like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she could pull it off. I, I'm not very imaginative, so this could be the reason why. But the I mentioned this a few podcasts, Taylor Swift video that has Sadie oh, yeah. and the guy from the Maze Runner. Mm-hmm. And I can picture that guy as well, the the main character of the main runner. Being, yeah. Uh being Ryle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna. I won't. I won't say who I was picturing at because I actually really struggled with this. I don't know why. Maybe it's because this is literally like my favorite book, and I'm like so protective <laughs> of it that I'm just like I have a hard time putting people in in these um, like casting. I'm just like I don't know. I like I don't know, but. Um, I did figure out a few people that I would like to play the characters, but we'll talk about that next week. And I, I know, I do, I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I feel like I haven't read very many books where I actually am picturing somebody in the mm-hmm. role, but I'm just like, this Sadie Sink would be awesome in this role. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. All right. So Lily, we see her, it opens with her on the rooftop. And she is sitting on the edge of um, the roof, and um, somebody else enters the roof. Not being entitled, by the way. No, she's not. She's just kind of looking over the city. Um, And somebody else comes onto the roof. It's a very angry man, and um, he doesn't notice her at first. And then after he... um, basically takes his anger out on a chair (laughs) um he does notice her and they start chatting and you find out the reason why lily is on the roof is because she uh just lost her father and she's coming from his funeral and um this she's she thought that this rooftop had one of the best views in the city so this is where she wanted to come and then we find out the name of the guy who's on the roof his name is ryle and uh he is a nero wow i botched that nero Nero. (laughs) somebody else say that i obviously cannot say it neurosurgeon now i can't say it neurosurgeon neuros there you go thank you um which i obviously am not (laughs) (laughs) i just have to ask First impressions of Ryle, Rhiannon. What did what did you think about Ryle? Um, I don't know. He had some weird first impressions. Like you meet him, and he's literally beating up a chair, and then he <laughs> starts getting high. Like it's it's a very interesting first impression. <laughs> What was your well, I'm scared to ask you, Alyssa, because your opinion may be tainted by the whole book, but I don't know. What's your can you think back to your first impression of Ryle? I feel like initially when he's introduced, I'm like, ooh, this guy this guy has some anger issues. And then he kind of explains a little bit like in that first chapter of why he was angry and then I was like oh he just he cares a lot mm-hmm. and that was kind of my first impression is oh this guy has like I felt like he had a good heart because of the reason behind why he was mad yeah but what about you I am conflicted with Ryle um because I agree that, well, I didn't think he was, like, violent or anything for beating up the chair. I was like, oh, something's going on in his life that he's just, like, upset and he thought he was alone. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. But um, 
then I was like, oh, wow, he does care a lot, like Alyssa said, because of the reason why, and we can talk about that. But um, then when he got into the fact that he is not really into relationships or he doesn't really have time for relationships, but he wanted, you know, a one-night stand, I'm like, ugh, really, dude? Like, that just kind of turned me off to him. Like, you know, I'm much more into guy characters that don't care about that and that and don't press that and it's more of just like I want to know you want to you know I love your personality you know like things like that and he just seemed kind of aggressive to me kind of like a college age Mm. person in a you know however old he is 30 30 year old body yeah yeah, so I was just, I don't know. That's how I felt about him actually through the entire half. Like, oh, I wow. really like some of the things that he says, and he seems really sweet. But on the other hand, he's very. And I feel like they don't know each other that well. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I was kind of. When he was saying like the whole one night stand thing, I was like, okay, well, that. To me, it kind of made sense because I'm like, he's a doctor. Like, I'm sure he doesn't have a lot of time and he's very into his career. I just thought he was really driven. And that's why he was just like, I don't have time for relationships. He because he didn't want to be distracted and he wanted to focus on his career. Um, So I was just like, I don't know. I was kind of rooting for him (laughs) from the beginning because I don't know. She she wrote him. He was just like this mysterious guy who um, you're like, oh, there's more to him, but you don't know what. Right. So I was kind of just like, oh, I I feel like they're going to get together. But yeah, I don't know. I have have a little bit of a tough time. What about you? I really like Ryle, like progressing through the book. Um, I just like the like the development of his character and how they kind of like you know form their relationship. Um, yeah. but I feel I don't know. I feel like in the end of things, like two people who have a very strong passion for their careers, it almost seems like one would have to give up what they love doing the most because of you can only give so much time to somebody when yeah. you both have a full-time passion that you're pursuing. It depends. I mean, it's okay to have something that you're passionate about. It just has to be balanced, right? And so I think that's the problem with Ryle in that he just hasn't, he hadn't found somebody yet that was worth balancing for. And mm-hmm. so now I think with, Lily, he's more of figuring out that he wants to have that balance. And I think same for Lily, because later on, she has her career passion. And again, it's just a matter of you have to be unselfish with your time, basically, and be more balanced of like, okay, I love what I do. I want this seed. So this has its place. And then also having a place for a relationship is what I felt. But I mean, yeah, that's not even the biggest problem. <laughs> I feel like it's just the fact yeah. that, you know, it's more 
focused on the physical aspect, which I don't know. Yeah. I know some no. relationships are, but. That's true. Um, I mean, we find out a few things in this, like, first chapter. We find out that Ryle actually lives in the building, too, and that his sister and his brother-in-law actually own the full top half (laughs) of this building. Um, I think they said that he said that his brother-in-law was in the tech industry or something. He created a few apps, apparently. Yes. Yeah. So they're very very rich um and then uh we find out that lily actually was at the funeral her father's funeral and that she has a very complicated relationship with her father um and so she kind of it does talk about a little bit more but um she actually gave what is it called um it's like a speech at a eulogy it's not a speech okay at her father's funeral and um she basically said i don't know the exact words i don't know if i wrote it down but i have it oh you have it it says hello my name is lily bloom daughter of the late andrew thank you all for joining us today to as we mourn his loss i wanted to take a moment to honor his life by sharing with five great about my father the first thing, and then she just stands just silence, <laughs> just silence, which is kind of savage, honestly. Is, I I had to applaud her there, you yeah. know, as we learned more about her father. I was like, okay, that was that was a boss move right there. <laughs> yeah, but this is actually one of the naked truths that Lily tells Ryle and this is kind of the start of their whole little like they do these things where um, Ryle basically asks Lily if she wished people were more transparent Um, and she says I don't think being a little guarded is a negative thing naked truths aren't always pretty but they start doing this thing where they basically just are completely honest with each other because they think that they're never gonna you know see each other again and um honestly i think it's this is kind of one of the cuter things that they they do yeah yeah we also find out the reason why ryle was angry is because again he's a neurosurgeon and he had just came from a really bad situation where um there were two kids that were two siblings that were playing and one of them got a hold of a gun and accidentally shot the the other sibling, the brother, and um, younger brother died. And so he was just really angry at the parent for basically not having the safety precautions in place to not have young children getting access to a gun. Yeah. So yeah, so when you read that, it's like, okay, he, you know, he cares a lot. And you know, the understandable reason why he was acting that way on the roof. Yeah. And I feel like a really relatable, at least relatable to me, thing that Ryle says is that he's too selfish to have children. And I'm like, that's actually, I mean, that's being purely honest. I'm just like, I with you on that. (laughs) There's so many things that like 
I'm like, I want to do that. I'm just like kind of at that point right now. And so I, I, I like that moment when he was just very like, I don't want to have kids because I'm selfish. I'm like, okay, good for you. You could be honest about that at least. Right. Um, and then we kind of go into, um, Lily is, has these diary entries that, um, she starts reading from when she, I believe it starts when she's kind of in high school. I don't know for sure, but basically she has these this diary that she started writing entries to Ellen DeGeneres. And it was just kind of her way of making it like there were like letters to her that she just never sent to her. Um, but I, I don't know. I thought it was really cute. And so she starts reading um, these entries and we get introduced to Atlas. And I kind of want to know what you guys thought about Atlas. I love Atlas. Yeah. That's why I'm like, you know, I like Ryle. And I like the I like the things that they do in their relationship. Like they are very considerate of each other and lovey dovey and you know, um the naked truths. I love that whole thing uh, that they have going on and just how special Ryle um makes Lily feel. But then with Atlas I'm just like, he is so sweet. Mm -hmm. And I am dying to know what happens. <laughs> but it's like a love triangle, it feels like right now, where, you know, technically Atlas isn't in the picture, but the way that the book is alluding, obviously he comes into the picture, I'm going to say. And so it'll. I'm interested to find out what happens, and I'm scared, too. Yeah, and so we find out that actually the way that Atlas and Lily meet is because she sees him sneaking into her next door neighbor's house, which it was empty. We need to know what Rhiannon thinks. Oh, I bad. It's okay. What do you think, Bree, of Atlas? Um, I like Atlas a lot. I feel like their relationship actually comes from something a little bit less physical deeper yeah it's yeah it's a lot deeper because like like you said we're gonna get into it a little bit more but she it wasn't a physical thing that attracted her to him it was the progression of um just their interactions that made them get closer and it just seems more like love than it does about lust yeah right yeah for sure um, yeah, so he it, he sneaks into the neighbor's house and um, it's actually empty. Um, I think it they got evicted or something. I don't remember why it was um, empty. The person that owned it died. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's empty um, and she sees him go in there and then she asks one of her friends on the bus if they know what his name is and they tell her it's Atlas Corrigan and that he's a senior um and so then after school she um 
brings him some sandwiches and soda and a bag of chips. And she leaves that on the doorstep. And then the next day on the bus, Atlas thanks her for that and asks her why. And she asks why he doesn't live with his parents, which he replies um, that they don't want him. Um, Sad, by the way. Yeah. What a terrible, terrible situation. Yeah. And Atlas is um, going through a hard time. He wears the same clothes to school every single day. People are kind of making fun of him because he smells. Um, and so He's then Lily, quiet too. obviously quiet. Yeah. He keeps to himself, doesn't really have friends. Um, and so Lily offers to, um, allow him to use her shower and, but he can only come over when her parents are gone because she, her parents wouldn't be okay with the situation. Um, so that was kind of the first entry where we get introduced to him. Um, and then we, after she reads that entry, her mom calls and tells her that she's thinking about moving to Boston. And Lily has kind of a complicated relationship with her mom too, um, which we'll dive into. Present day, by the way. Yes. Sorry. We're back in present day. <laughs> so, um, so her mom says that she's going to move out to Boston and um, Lily wasn't super excited about this because she wanted to be independent. And then we jump forward quite a while, six it's months fun. later. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I missed something. While they're on the rooftop, um, Lily and Ryle kind of talk about um, what Lily's dream is. And she said that after she tells him what her name is, she says she always wanted to open a floral shop. The irony. <laughs> I, yeah, and she has the perfect name for it. Lily really Bloom. Blue. She loves gardening. And so, yeah, six months later, she buys a floral shop. Yay, Lily, going for her dreams. And her and Ryle have not seen or talked to each other since that rooftop. Yeah. And no so intentions to do that either. Yeah, no intentions. It was kind of like a one time thing and they were just like we'll never see each other again. Um but yeah, so Lily's mom actually does end up moving out to Boston and she shows her mom this floral shop and her mom is like you have a really good job and you know, hopefully this works out for you, but you know, I'm I'm just worried. And she she actually quit her job. So she, a lot is riding on this floral shop working out for her. Um, but as they're looking through at the uh, at all the work that she has to do, we get introduced to Alyssa. I love is, Alyssa. Oh, my gosh. She's my favorite character. I love you, Alyssa. And I love the character, <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> yes. It's not a, it's just a mere coincidence that she's my favorite character. It's not because of her name. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> the way she felt it is interesting, like different than yours. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I, my name, my way of spelling is better. So like sorry, Colleen. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the way that a lot of people think I spell my name though. Really? Yeah. A lot of people put two L's. That is not the way that I would 
well, I mean, I've grown up with it, so I can't can't say that, I guess. I just feel like I wouldn't instinctively spell yeah. it that way. Yeah, I actually had, a, I don't know if I still have it, but I had a kindergarten book where they put your name in it, like they printed your name in it, and they spelled it this way. Oh, man. Yeah, so. What do you think yeah. about Alyssa Ree? I love Alyssa. I think she's a great character. It was funny because oh, thank you. I love you, Alyssa. Oh, go um, ahead. No, it was funny though because when I first read it, I came across her name, and I said, um, "When you first see it, it's like Alyssa." And I like stopped for a second, and I was like, "Does that say Alyssa?" Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, I like the way they spell it in the book too. But I, I definitely like the way that you spell your name better. Thank you. More unique. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't decide on the spelling, but <laughs> yes, now every time we're talking about Alyssa in the book, Alyssa's gonna take it personal, like a compliment to herself. Yeah. So only <laughs> good things, guys. <laughs> you know what's interesting though is that the way that they wrote her, I just kind of um, I think of her in my mind as this cute, like with a like a little southern accent. Just, oh, like, really? a cute, like, spunky, like, I don't know, southern accent. But I don't think of, I don't think of Ryle that way. Oh, my bad. I skipped. I okay, you didn't really anyways. give anything away yet until you said, oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you guys have read this already and, you know. Um, but, yeah, so it's weird, though. I didn't. I didn't think of him that way, but I think of her as like, yeah, just kind of like a Southern Belle, like with just a really cute, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, she's just so inviting. And I love that she just kind of took control, but not in a an aggressive way. She was just like, no, I'm going to start now and you don't even have to pay me, but I'm going to help you do this. And Lily's like, of course, I'm going to pay you. But, um, you know, I just, I don't know. She was so cute. And I, yeah, I love her character. Yeah. Yeah. So she, and when she meets her, she's like, I'm going to start right away. And she's wearing white, uh, white capris. Yeah. (laughs) So she's just like, I don't care. (laughs) And heels. And, and she's she just like, let's get right to work. <laughs> yeah, and she has an Hermes bag. So you can kind of tell by the way that it's written that she's not desperate for a job. Like even, you know, again, the fact that she said you don't even have to, pay. you know, she's just looking for work. So um, you're kind of like, well, what's going on? Why? Um, so yeah, yeah, I love, she's like, I'm just going to start now. Just yeah, and I love you. <laughs> One thing I also love about Alyssa and Lily's relationship is that from right off the bat, first, like, and foremost, they had a connection. So that was really cool. But then I feel like Lily starting this new business and it being so overwhelming, like Alyssa just came in and she's just like, okay, we're going to get this done. What do we need to do? And she really just helped Lily to move forward and I feel like it helped her not to be so overwhelmed about it because she had somebody else on her side and was like okay what do we need to do just tell me what I need to do to get this moving and I I just love that 
Yeah, um, a little bit later on, um, they're, you know, doing stuff in the flower shop, trying to get it ready. And at some point, Lily steps up on something, and when she's stepping down, she breaks her ankle. Yeah, she twists. And, uh, they're stacking crates, actually. Yeah, she yeah, twists it. Yeah. on her. And mm-hmm. we'll talk, you know, we can fill in the details, but one thing I just wanted to say about Alyssa is, I thought it was so nice that she's like, you go home, rest up, and I'll keep working. And I'm like, you literally just met this person today, and you're going to leave her in charge of your new shop. Yeah, I thought that was like, funny. Give me the keys, and I'll lock up. Yeah, and I was like, like mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... I, yeah, I could see that. But to be fair, like, there's only a bunch of drunk in the store right now anyways. Yeah. So, I mean, what is she going to really do? There's, yeah. I'm like, if you want to take all the drunk, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> it would yeah. still help her. But I mean, like, she finds out that she's going to have to be off her feet for like a week. And yeah. Like, for a whole week, you're not going to know what's going on with your shop. Yeah, that's but, really scary. Yeah. But to kind of lead into what Alyssa alluded to already. Um, when Lily does twist her ankle, um, Alyssa calls her husband, who is at a bar um, for a Bruins game, and says like she needs he needs to hurry up and come and help her out. Her boss has broke uh, twisted her ankle, and her husband's like, "What's your boss? You your boss? You don't work." <laughs> and she's like, "Just come." <laughs> and so when he shows up, he does not come alone. And mind you, mind you, these two men that show up are in onesies. Yeah. (laughs) Is that a real thing? But it must be a real thing, I'm assuming. I don't know. I would love to see it, though. (laughs) Yeah. Let us know if you are familiar with this. Um, But going to a Bruins game at a bar, men dress up in onesies. For free beer. For free beer. Yeah. Yeah. So if you know of this thing, let us know. Or if you've done it. Um, But yeah, so he does not come alone. He's with Ryle. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) A little bit of a twist. A twist. And Ryle is a little brother. Mm -hmm. How does that even happen? She just happens to walk in to the store and be the most amazing person who's like hire me now and then she turns out to be Ryle's brother like small world yeah I don't know coincidence like that happens sometimes yeah I suppose so it's possible and they know not to know each other at first yeah I'm like why I don't understand why I don't know I mean yeah, that's a good question. I'm not what? quite sure why. What was the question? Why do they pretend not to know each other at first? Like, they, they don't pretend to each other, but they pretend to Alyssa and her husband that they don't know each other. No, like, I don't know. Maybe because, like, being... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I mean, like, their first interaction was a little weird. Like, she just went up to a random rooftop and then he came in and started getting high and then they almost <laughs> you're really stuck up. on that right? 
<laughs> I mean, she was too. She brought it up a few times. Therese's like, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't care if you do that, but I do think it's funny. Um, and then they started like almost doing stuff, and then they didn't because he got a phone call. So it was kind of a weird interaction to like explain. That's true. Yeah, maybe, yeah, to avoid having to explain that. And also because maybe at this point, they're still like, not sure that, I mean, they want different things out of life. And they made that pretty clear. And so maybe she's like, this still isn't going to go anywhere. So we might as well just pretend like we don't know each other because it's not going to be a thing, right? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I can see that. <laughs> Except now you literally have sister as your employee. Yeah. but. Yeah, so he helps, you know, take a look at her ankle. He still basically says that he thinks about her a little bit, not a lot. And um, she explains, like, she got her dream. She's opening her floral shop. And, um, but yeah, she's now definitely has a ankle that needs Oh, and that's the other thing is, like, he's talking about how he still, you know, is attracted to her, and um, his sister walks in on that, and, yeah. and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for my brother, and they still pretend, like, they don't know each other. I'm like, what a weird thing to walk in on, and thinking that yeah. they've never met before. I'd be like, what the heck? Why are you doing this, brother? <laughs> Yeah, I think Alyssa knows him really well, though, so she's just like, oh, this is just him. This is, like, how he is, but I do love that she just has such a strong personality. She's just, like, <laughs> gets right into it. She's just like, don't say that to her. What's yeah. wrong with you? So, but yeah, so then we kind of go to the past again, and we learn a little bit more about Atlas, and um, Atlas and Lily start bonding over Ellen DeGeneres, and they start watching her show together, and she gives him food and lets him shower at her house and washes his clothes. And then we learn something kind of devastating, and that is that Lily's father beats her mother. and. So, so devastating, but he doesn't like, he doesn't really want Lily to know. I'm sure he knows that she knows, but he doesn't do it when Lily is around. He doesn't like her seeing that side of him. Um, so she talks a little bit about that and how a lot of times she can, if she walks in, then he'll stop beating on her mom. Um and so, yeah, because her mom's, you know, obviously trying to salvage the situation, but also maybe, um, you know, that syndrome that can happen when you are in a relationship and try to make everything seem okay. And, you know, that's definitely what Lily's mom does. You know, we, you know, we just had a little fight, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just justifying just, the fact that he just slapped her across the face or pushed her down. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, then we go back into the present, and uh, Lily starts feeling better. She's back on her feet, and she goes to the floral shop, and 
um, Alyssa and Marshall, Alyssa's husband, um, they ended up getting out basically everything that was marked trash. Um, so they're well on their way. She's still on her way of opening her floral shop and she has a plan to do it in 54 days. Um, and then after she go- gets home that day, um, she gets a knock on her door. And who is it but Ryle? <laughs> and uh, he knocked on 29 doors. <laughs> To find Lily's apartment. And he remembered from two years ago when they first met on the rooftop that she she had pointed out what building she lived in. She didn't say what apartment she lived in, but he remembered the building. And so he just starts knocking on doors to find her building. I don't know how I feel about that. It's kind of sweet. Okay. <laughs> at the same time, sweet. like, yeah, it I was. Know. I agree. It was sweet at first until he explains why he's there, <laughs> and then I'm like, "Go away right now. Go away." <laughs> yeah. What were you? I said you thirsty. Yeah. That's <laughs> that so annoying. Like you do this really sweet thing where you knock on 29 doors, find her apartment, and then he's like frustrated because he can't get her out of his mind he talks about her all the time and he's like we just need to get together one time that's it and then you're out of my system and i'm like no no yeah. go home no <laughs> but he ends up falling asleep in her bed as she's getting ready and yeah oh ryle um not okay, well, not okay. <laughs> Um, so then Lily does a soft opening for her floral shop. And can we just talk about how cool her theme is for her floral shop? Well, we also have to say uh, 53 days later, because remember, she set her yes. goal. So now we're mm-hmm. 53 days later. She hasn't filed since he came to her apartment. Yes. But yeah, yeah the theme of her her um, floral shop is really, really cool. Yeah, (laughs) it's like the anti what you would normally think of a floral shop with it being bright and just beautiful flowers everywhere. It's like more steampunk and like goth kind of theme. I'm like, I want to see what this floral shop looks like. It just sounds so cool. Such a creative way of standing out in a floral shop. It's like she said, she's like, there's floral shops all over the place. But if we want to stand out, we have to do something different. And she took it in such a creative way. Yeah. yeah. And it's such a good idea, too, because, yeah, people go to floral shops for, like, weddings and for, um, like, uh, anniversaries and Valentine's Day and all that. But I'm like, you're, there's also that market of, like, funerals and, like, just darker, like, break. I don't know. I guess people don't buy flowers for breakups and stuff, but just like that darker side of why people need flowers too. And she's really like going into that market. And I'm just like, that's just brilliant. Yeah. (laughs) Like aesthetically wise too, some flowers are just really pretty being a darker color. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would, I wouldn't mind getting flowers that are like steampunk things. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm not a huge flower person. Like, I love flowers, but I'm not like a I need AJ to buy me flowers every week type of person. 
Um, but if it was like that, I would be like, Jeannie. yeah, <laughs> I, I would, I'll, I'll take those every week. I just right. think it's cool. I don't know. The darker like side of me that wears black all the time. And I just like, like really dark <laughs> stuff is like, I, I really want to see how this, I want a movie made so I could see how they <laughs> do that, this floral shop, or I just need somebody to, to make a floral shop like yeah. this. Maybe right. we could do a book between sisters. Oh my gosh, we're writing a <laughs> book. Shop. We're st- opening a flower shop. <laughs> we have to think big, Jazz. Well, before we keep talking, let's go ahead and take a brief break, and we'll be back in a moment. All right, so we are at the soft opening of Lily's flower shop. I have to say, this was one part where I was like, Alyssa, come on, you've got to pick up on this. <laughs> You're a little, she was acting a little bit naive at this point yeah. um, because Ryle comes in and he buys some flowers and he asks if they do delivery. And Alyssa's like, yeah, we have a standby if we need him. And so he's like, okay, I want to buy some flowers. I want them delivered. And he writes a note. He writes the address. And as he, when he leaves, Alyssa looks at it because she's curious as to who he's sending flowers to. And she's like, he's an idiot. He wrote the flower <laughs> shop address. <laughs> I love I that. Like, though. Come on, Alyssa. <laughs> I will say this is kind of. I didn't, this is kind of like turned me off to Ryle just a little bit because for one, he, he gets Lily, purple lilies. I was like, that's kind of corny. Um, and then he was just like, oh, I'm your first customer. So you know what you have to do with the first dollar that you get and you frame it. It's like a thing. And I was just like, okay, dude, you have a big ego. And because he gets like, He's like, you have to hang my dollar up. And he specifically pays in cash. So she would have to do that. And I was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little corny. And yeah. I like but, that. But. Oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> just me, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's some things where I'm like, okay, that's corny, cute. And then there's other things where I'm like, no, it's just corny. And this was just one of the things where I was like, oh, that was just corny. <laughs> Try again. Yeah, um, so then Lily keeps the flowers in her office. She's just like, Alyssa, don't worry about it. I'll text him to, to get the address. <laughs> um, but for now, let me just put these in my office. Right. So, um, we're also going to uh, Alyssa's birthday party that she's having. And so, for this party, uh, Lily decides to bring her friend from her old work, Devin. Mm-hmm. And um, she feels safe doing this because Devin is not attracted to her. So, um, she brings him just because she wants. Um, some support basically and you know obviously from ryle as well because she's very hung up on ryle but she knows that he's not interested in the relationship they've got different 
plans for their life. And so she just needs, you know, she needs somebody there with her at this party. Yeah. And so then he was just like, oh, we're going to make him jealous. Like, I got you. And so he pretends to um, be her date. And um, Lily is walking around the apartment. If you can even call it an apartment, it's so big. It's a house. <laughs> it's like a house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she sees this picture hanging on the wall and it's just it's very distorted and i want to know what you guys think of this <laughs> after you found out what it was it's so weird right because like this is another weird <laughs> yeah so we ryle when they first met before he left he takes a picture of lily which we didn't talk about but that in itself is just creepy. Like taking a picture of a stranger is just super creepy. Okay, when when that happened, I thought of the office. <laughs> when my when Michael is in his office and Meredith walks in on him, oh. and, and he takes a quick picture of Meredith and then walks away. <laughs> That's what it made me think of. Like in a less like obvious weird. Well, no, it was still weird, but in a, yeah. in a different situation. But it's just like he takes a picture and then walks away. Yeah. <laughs> like, just it, yeah, just really weird in the first place to take a picture of a stranger. And then even more weird to hang that picture on your wall. And it's a big picture because he blows it up so much that it's distorted. So nobody can really tell that it's her except know? for her or like what i don't know like it's hanging in your sister's apartment i don't understand yeah like how did that even like get approved by Alyssa and right. marshall <laughs> but nonetheless it's hanging in the apartment however weird it is it is what it is and um yeah she <laughs> kind of gets overwhelmed so she goes to the rooftop and Ryle finds her, um, and he basically tells her that he wants her, but he doesn't want to want her. And she's just basically tells him that he's a jerk, and she goes back to the party to leave. She finds Devin, and she's like, we're out of here. And as they're leaving, I crack up at this moment every single time as they're leaving Ryle yells her name and he marches up to her and asks Devin if he can borrow her and Devin is like yeah and Lily's like betrayal yeah what the heck Devin you're supposed to like be helping me here and I also think it's funny because he yelled her name. So everyone's probably staring at them and he like picks her up and he brings her into his room. And I just think it's funny because then like Alyssa's just staring at them like, what the heck? Right. Like, come on, Alyssa, you got to pick up on this is not normal by now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill your brother. <laughs> is that not like in something new? Yeah, this is so funny. So then basically Ryle tells Lily that, you know, he doesn't really do relationships, but he wants to try. So 
that's where they're at. They are going to take a shot at having this relationship. Um, the next day, though, Lily gets up and she goes into the kitchen and she basically she sees all these rich people things <laughs> and um, she finds Alyssa in the kitchen and they start talking and Alyssa is actually about to tell her something about Ryle right when he walks in and is like what like basically stops Alyssa and it gets to be like a really tense moment um and so then she kind of says that she loves Ryle and you know she wants to support him but she's also Lily's friend and she thinks that Lily deserves to know basically about what what kind of how did she phrase it I don't well mostly what I and I don't know if a spot but um she just looks really sad um which, yeah. you know when Lily's you know excited about the fact that they're gonna be trying to be in a relationship and uh Alyssa says I just know my brother and I love him I really but and then that's when Ralph you know is standing there and he's like but what uh, or yeah. I don't know if he said it like that, but you know, somebody that's like, but what? All that you know? sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, and so he, Alyssa doesn't really get to finish what she was going to say. She just says that he doesn't have the best track record when it comes to relationships. And yeah. as her friend, I have the right to give her my opinion when it comes to the guys she dates. That's what I do. And then she basically walks away. So she doesn't really say what she's thinking, but obviously she's yeah. giving some kind of warning, like, hey, she's not great yeah. at that relationship. And Ryle actually responds to her. He says, well, as your brother, I would hope you had a little more faith in me than you do. That's what siblings do. So a little bit of tension there between them. Um, and at this point, did you guys, what did you guys think? Did you think there was something going on between them? Did you think Ryle had like a secret or what did you think when you read that? What do you think, Ree? You know, it kind of seemed like she was going to say something more than just like, you know, he doesn't have the best track record with women maybe something happened in the past with a relationship that's more than just you know they you know it was a fling or you know whatever it just seems like it was something more serious because she was very somber about it yeah that's how I felt too which is like how sad she was um it wasn't like oh my brother hasn't had a good relate you know a relationship and not relationship material it's like no there's something that happened yeah. that she's aware of. Yeah. But we don't really find that out in this half, so Oh great. So that's 
what happened. So there is something. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I don't. I say we don't really find oh, out okay. what Alyssa was talking about in this half of the book. That's what I meant. <laughs> we don't find that out in this half. So we will find out in the second half. <laughs> A little bit more about that. <laughs> in space. <laughs> um, but then we. Lily starts reading more letters again, so we go back to the past with her and Atlas, and they bond over gardening, and um, Lily's mom comes home one day, and it had been snowing really bad outside. She came home early, yeah, and so um, Atlas leaves and goes back to the neighbor's house before her mom comes in, but because it was snowing really hard outside um, and her mom had groceries, she decides to park in the garage, which isn't normal for her. Normally, she parks in the driveway and um, Lily's dad parks in the garage, which, what a douche. (laughs) Um, But this instance her mom parks in the garage and lily helps her start unloading groceries um well while they're inside um they hear her dad come home and he honks the um his car horn this made me so sad because the sentence that lily uses is when he does that my mother got real scared a real scared look in her eye yeah. Simply from him pulling up and starting to honk. Like, yeah. She just knew it was not going to end well. I'm like, that is so heartbreaking that yeah. she literally had fear in her eyes from that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, yeah, it's heartbreaking. Um, So she rushes to go out to move her car. But Lily hears basically a crash or a loud noise in the garage. So she goes out and she sees her father. Basically, she she only sees her father at first, but as she goes, gets closer, she sees that he is actually choking her mother on top, the back and the back of her car. For parking in the garage. For, for parking in the garage, which, ugh, that's just crazy. Um, and so Lily um, tries to intervene. She jumps on her dad's back to try to get him off of her. And then she kind of goes blank. She doesn't know what happened. She just knows that she ends up on the ground. And it's because her dad ends up throwing her off of him. And she hits her head really bad. And I think an important thing to note here is that he isn't abusive towards Lily up right. until this point. So yeah, know, he even he, tries to keep his abuse. Um, yeah, like secret, if Lily yeah. comes out when they're fighting, he'll stop. You know what he's doing. And so up until this point, she hadn't been directly impacted by it, but she has grown up seeing her dad treat her mom that way yeah so um after lily hits her head really hard um her dad leaves and her mom gets her into her car and they go to the hospital um 
And what was really heartbreaking for me is that Lily says, that's when I knew my mother was never going to leave my dad. Yeah. Because she says something, oh, it was when she tells Lily on their way to the hospital to tell them that she slipped on some ice. Yeah. So she doesn't want anybody to know what actually happened. And that is the moment that Lily was like, oh, she's always going to make excuses. She's not going to leave him. Yeah. And she had to get nine stitches. I know. That's crazy yeah the next part is sad too because again like the whole reason thing started was because it was snowing outside and yeah. so lily had to bring blankets over the atlas so that he's not freezing cold because the house doesn't have any electricity it's really cold um outside and she is trying to take care of him and because this whole fiasco happened she doesn't bring him the blankets and so the next day she finds him on the bus and she's like his cold like ice Ice cold cold. yeah and i'm just like oh the poor guy like i just feel so sad for him like i can't yeah imagining suffering yeah um yeah, it's uh, su- such a heartbreaking story for both of them, really. Um, and Lily doesn't want Atlas to know what happened, so, but she also doesn't want to lie to him. So she kind of tries to hide her stitches, but of course Atlas notices um, them on the way home. He notices them and... She is kind of really trying to be vague about what happened, but not lie to him. Um, But then he says that he actually heard the scream and he ran over and was saw her getting into the car with her mom to go to the hospital. And Lily freaks out and she's like, you can't do that. My parents could have saw you. If they saw you, that would have been really, really bad. I don't even know what my dad would have done. Um, and, and that makes me interested in what's happened in the second. Because that was something she mentioned early on. Was her dad did something in regard to Atlas. Or like he did something. Beat him up. Mm-hmm. She, oh. she just says that he beats him up. Oh, I'm, I forgot that part. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm really interested to get to that part because I'm yeah. assuming that's a big part of why they lost contact. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, maybe. Um, what one thing that I was like, actually like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that um, I will say I was really proud of Lily for. So at first she kind of tells atlas that she fell and then she she basically was like i wanted to tell him it wasn't like that when he basically was like i saw you getting in the car with your mom and she's like but then i realized that i would be making excuses for him just like my mom so she notices that the pattern of her mom making excuses for her dad is not healthy 
and she's like, I I don't want to do that too. So that was a really proud moment for me, for Lily. I'm like, for you to be able to um, understand that, because a lot of times it could just be like your mom, you know, like her mom is her example. Right. And so she could go along with it, too, especially because her mom is kind of pushing that in her in uh, that. Oh, my gosh. Pushing her in that direction to make excuses for him, too. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. And he he notices, too, that obviously she's lying because, like, you could just, he just knows her. And he knows yeah. that he's she's not telling the truth. And he ends up pulling his sleeve up, and he has a bunch of, like, scars and, and stuff on his arm. And he's like, yeah, I fell, too. Yeah. yeah. That was really Gosh. And we kind of get more information about his background because journal entry lily talks about you know is it bad that i'm having a in my room um but they're not doing anything you know coming over so that he's got a warm place to sleep yeah so um yeah so it's it's uh sad because we find out that um his stepdad i believe it was um mm-hmm. was the one who didn't like him and basically they got into a fight yeah Mm -hmm. and he got kicked out of the house and so he was staying with a friend of his but their family moved away and so he couldn't go with them and his mom basically tells him that he can't come back because she chooses the stepdad over like it would upset the stepdad and like i can't even imagine doing that but that's what happens like he has nowhere else to go and so he found the house which is where he's currently staying and that's where he went and um but he signed up for the marines to go to the into the marines and that's the way yeah and lily asked him why he didn't ask for help and he said well i did and um he got all he got was names of three shelters but two were for battered women and the other one was so far away that if he went to that one he wouldn't be able to go to school and he really wanted to finish school and graduate um so then she asked him why he didn't talk to the school counselor and he said because he's 18 um and he's too old for foster care and then he also applied for food stamps, but because he didn't have a ride to get to his appointment or money, um, he wasn't able to get that. And because he didn't have a, a car either. Um, so because he didn't have a car, he wasn't able to find a job, but he was still trying to find a job that he could get to by walking. Um, but... Even if he wanted a job, he doesn't have an actual phone number or address. So it's just a catch-22. Like, he wants to get a job, but he doesn't have a phone or address, so he has nowhere to put on the application, and he doesn't have a car. Um, And so he couldn't get food stamps because... So it's just a really bad situation for Ryle. He's too... Yeah, he's 18, so there's not much that... uh, 
What did I say? You said Ryle. Oh, Ryle. <laughs> no, Atlas. Sorry. Yeah, so... Um, we gotta kind of pick up the pace here a little bit. We're oh, yeah. A little over. But, um, yeah, so we find out more about his background, why he's in the situation he is, and, um, you know, this upsets Lily a lot because, you know, she's like, why are we, why do we not have help for people situation and so in present day after she reads this journal entry she asks Alyssa like do you and Marshall donate to charity and Alyssa's mm-hmm. like yeah we do of course and um Lily's like I knew I liked that. so um I really like that oh, yeah sorry I really like that aspect about their relationship because I think it was very funny that she had this like hatred towards people who had money but didn't do anything for people but then she met Alyssa and she found out she has money but she didn't really judge her whether or not you know she gave to charities or anything she just like really loved her as a friend and then she found out oh yeah they do stuff you know for charities and stuff like that and she's like well I love her even more you know when you can tell a genuine too so like yeah he's a genuine person and then you find out she has money not vice versa, where it's like, yeah. oh, she has money. I like her as a friend, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know you love her, right? Like, even when they introduce her before you know anything, you just love her. She just has a great energy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Lily actually has plans to go to a re- this new restaurant with her mom, and um, Ryle asks her if he can go along, and she's like, you want to meet my mom? Before that, we do find out something important about Alyssa, that the reason why she wanted to start working was because she can't get pregnant. Yeah. She did a distraction out of not being stuck in the house, needing to do something that's brought her through Lily's door that day. But yeah, Yeah. dinner. Yes, so Ryle's like, can I come along? And she's like, yeah, I mean, if you really want to meet my mom. And so then she tells Alyssa your brother must really like me. And Alyssa responds, yeah, I'm afraid he does. And she leaves, which is another red flag. Yeah. So, but Ryle ends up meeting Lily's mom. They go to this restaurant. And there's actually, I don't know if you guys picked this up, but um, when they get to the restaurant, the restaurant has neutral colors and there's almost a full-size tree in the middle of the restaurant that it looks like the whole restaurant was designed around that tree. And in one of the letters that Lily, or the diary entries that Lily um, wrote in the past, she is actually gardening with Atlas and they're talking Oh, I can't. Oh, I wish I would have wrote it down. But basically, she tells Ryle that he's strong like a tree and um, that despite everything. Oh, my gosh. I keep saying Ryle. I don't know why. (laughs) Atlas. She tells Atlas that he's really strong like a tree despite everything that he's gone through. He's going to keep growing and that he's basically tells him that he's an amazing person so that's significant because as we find out um when um yes ryle (laughs) when ryle goes to 
to the restroom after meeting um, Lily's mom, the waiter comes up and Lily is staring at this waiter and is like, this waiter looks exactly like Atlas Corrigan. And it turns out that it is. And Lily excuses herself and um, Atlas finds her kind of in the back. I'm guessing she's by the restrooms or something. Um, And they hug and he explains to her why he lives in Boston. Um, And she kind of talks about how she opened her floral shop and he's like, well, I'll have to look you up sometime. And that's basically the extent of them, um, their first interaction. So then they talk again after dinner because um, Ryle kind of goes his own way. He says that he has a big surgery in the morning, so he's not going to stay over at Lily's. So he leaves and she turns to get into her car and Atlas is standing there. And so he asks her, he's like, who's the lucky guy? And she tells him about Ryle. And he she asked him if he has a girlfriend. And he said, yes, I do. Her name's Cassie. They've been dating for a couple years. And then for they a year, go, actually. Yeah. A year. Or a year. And oh, yes. A year. That she met Ryle about a year ago. Too. So he's like, yeah, we would have ran into each other, each other a year ago. I- yeah. And I'm like, so why didn't they try to reach out to each other if, you know, if that's the case, if they would have... I can understand why she didn't, because she, last she knew, he was in the Marines. Although she did make that journal entry about how she had promised that if she ever went to Boston, she would try and find him. Right. And she never that's did. That's what I'm confused about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe her plan always was to look him up, but she just kind of got distracted, maybe. It made me wonder, because she was on top of that up. does he live in that complex? Hmm. You think that's why she was on the rooftop? Yes. Hmm. That's an interesting theory. That's a really good theory. This is like, you're wrong. This is an interesting theory. I don't know, maybe. Well, we'll see. Um, we gotta wrap this up though. Let's chug along. Um I think um the next important thing that happens is oh, well, Atlas gets sick uh, in another journal entry and um She's starting to grow de- definite feelings for him. Like, like he, it's really hard for her to see effort with what he's going through. They um, have their first kiss. First kiss, um, yes. Yep. And then we talk, it talks about how Atlas, um, he loves to cook. And so um, he talks to Lily about that. He makes her some uh, chocolate chip cookies. But he has to run out, and so she finishes cooking them, and then her dad has one. She's like, yeah, yeah I made the costume. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, he, Atlas, makes Lily a heart out of a branch from the oak tree that we were talking about that she pointed to and told him that he was like that tree, he's strong. Um, and then... Oh, this might have been okay. where you're going, but yeah, um, the her parents get into a really big fight again, and mm-hmm. Atlas is there in her room because he's been climbing in every night after she goes to bed. And her parents are in bed, and so um, she hears them having the fight and sits down, try to stop it, and her dad doesn't stop basically when she comes down and so she grabs a knife to start heading toward him and she gets picked up from behind by atlas and then her mom comes into her room and sees atlas is her and her mom make eye contact as she's being picked up right and she sees atlas yeah and so she doesn't even say anything about that he's there Basically, Lily's like, that was too far. Atlas is called the police, and her don't. He's drunk. You know, yeah. call the police and be worse. Like, just let him keep it off. Yeah, um, so she doesn't say anything about the fact that Atlas is in her room. Atlas, yeah. She kind of turns away from that. Um, uh, Atlas tells Lily about Boston and how much he loves it there and that he his uncle offered to allow him to live with him um, until he went into the Marines. Um, so then that's kind of when Lily makes a promise that she's going to move there one day and find him when she does. Um, and then we go back into the present and then um, Marshall basically tells the Lily and Alyssa, you guys are going to put on these onesies and you're coming with us to the Bruins game. And so they all go to the bar. And this is when we find out Alyssa is pregnant. Yay! Yay! Yay. Um, And then we also find out that Ryle and Alyssa had an older brother who passed away when they were kids. Um, we kind of, I think it was right after that, that, no, this was a little bit later. So Ryle takes the day off of work and he heads to Lily's and she's making dinner. Um, he brings along a vintage bottle of wine and, um, he basically is like, we're celebrating. I'm going to be an uncle. And he's like, also, I have a smoking hot girlfriend, so <laughs> we're drinking this vintage wine tonight. And um, he also talks about this very rare surgery that he is going to be, he can poss- he's possibly going to be performing. And it's on conjoined twins. I cannot pronounce the name of the surgery. <laughs> I'm not going to try, but basically it's on conjoined twins. Um, and so they're drinking wine. Um, separation. Cranny, yes. There you go. Good job, Jazz. <laughs> I would have got tongue-tied. So um, they're drinking the wine, and they're, Lily puts a casserole in 
the oven, but she forgets about it. And so Ryle rushes to the kitchen, and because he's been drinking, he ends up grabbing the casserole without a pot holder or what is that? Yeah, I think that's what that's called, a pot holder or a rag or whatever, and ends up burning his hand. So Lily doesn't react the best to this, but it's also because she's been drinking. She kind of laughs because, you know, you know, nervous laugh. Yeah. So and Ryle's running his hand under the cold water. And um, she tries to lean in. Yeah, to kind of like help him. And And, to the garage instead, she ends up. Yeah. Losing some time and all of a sudden she's on the ground. And she immediately her heart drops and she's like, no, 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 this this can't be happening. And oh my gosh. <laughs> Did your heart drop too at this moment? It was a little difficult because yeah, that's really not good that he did yeah. that. Um, but he's shown no indication of being abusive otherwise like before this and you know they haven't been out together for very long but I was like okay is this just because he was like that frustrated and drunk and just all of the things happening and he just reacted out of not instinct but just a reaction Or is it, like, something that this is a a behavior to be concerned about? And that's what I'm not quite sure about. Because, again, this is the first time that anything like that has happened. What do you think? Um, I had to reread it a couple of times when this part happens because I I didn't understand it at first. And Mm -hmm. then when it finally, like, clicked after I read it, I was like, oh, okay wow i i did not expect this this took like a a 180 degree turn from their relationship you know Mm -hmm. um it kind of makes me worried but not at the same time i don't think this is something that like Alyssa was referring to because i feel like if it was this that she knew about her brother she would have more urgency telling lily about it so I feel like it's not. Sometimes it's hard to. You think so? Think about things like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it's... Very apologetic right after too. So that yeah. kind of made me. He wasn't trying to justify why he did it or um, pretend like it didn't happen. Yeah. Like that. So I I don't know. I can't speak being in this situation i've never been in this situation but i do understand why lily had the reaction she did because when you grow up with something like that you're going to be hypersensitive to any anything that is resemblance of being in that situation so and then you know once you have that situation i think she even says it is like we will never be the same as 15 seconds ago so, you know, it, that can definitely change somebody's perception of somebody. And I feel like that's going to start off feeling rile. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I'm not sure because that's where it ends for us this first half. Well, a lot actually happens because not only does she basically, so she hits her head on the cabinet as he he pushes her away, like basically pushes her down and she hits her head on the cabinet. And then when he's trying to comfort her, she pushes him, she like kicks him and he falls back into the glass. The bottle ended up shattering. He falls back into the glass. And so then his hand is cut open. And so he runs out underwater. And he, like you said, (laughs) is burned and cut open. Yeah. And again, he has this big surgery that he's up for with the conjoined. And he's a surgeon, so he needs his hands, right? Um, so that's basically what he's saying. But he also tells her, he's like, I don't care about my hands. And he's like, I just want to know that you're okay. Um, and just because so much happens at once, Lily is like super confused and she's panicking and, um, she's kind of, she can't decide if she's more disappointed in him or herself, him for losing his temper in the first place or her for finding comfort in his apology. And then um, they kind of take care of each other after that. He gets some ice for her head. She kind of helps him with his hand. Um, And Ryle says he wishes he could take it back and he feels terrible. Um, And basically says, if anything like this happens again, I'll know it wasn't an accident and I'll leave you without a second thought. Which I'm like, yeah. Definitely, like, yeah, seriously, do that. But I, li- I like that she's giving him at least a chance, you know, that this could have been an accident. But that whole the fact that that was specifically brought out makes me worried for the second half of the book that it'd be a one off. Yeah, well, she says he says that he's nothing like her father and she basically is like please don't do anything that makes me doubt you again and he says he wants her to be happy what brings her happiness and not what brings her pain and that's where we leave off and just so much happened in that last chapter though it moves so quickly yeah yeah so i'm excited for the second half because like i said this as i was reading this book it draw me in immediately and then you know having to stop at that halfway point i and know I, I finished it like over the weekend so it's been quite a few days since Ooh. i've been able to um to read it so i'm excited to be able to finish it and see what's going on because there's these two great guys well seemingly great guys that oh. lily is you know, we're seeing, not that she's actively interested in Atlas right now, but we're right. getting a picture of him from the past, of this really sweet relationship that they had. We're obviously going to find out what happened to draw them apart. And then there's obviously this thing going on with Ryle. So I'm excited. I hope, I don't know, I hope it has somewhat of a happy ending. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm excited for you guys to read the second half. And that's what I was saying is like it left off on a really good like halfway point. Um but at the same time, like I could understand how you guys would be like frustrated because it's also a very frustrating 
part to to leave off on and not be able to continue on. So now you can. Yeah, <laughs> you can finish the book. And what are your first impressions of it, Bree? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I enjoy it a lot. It's it's a very interesting story. Um, there's a lot of things that go into it that make it so intriguing. And I'm, I don't know, I'm, I just, I have a feeling, I just have a bad feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not getting a good, I'm not getting a good sense from Ryle anymore, which kind of makes me sad because I really liked his character, but he, at this point, it just feels very, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it very well, but. They're not setting him up in a good light. Yeah. I feel like, so definitely leading us towards, you know, something's going to go wrong. And then also we can't keep both of these guys. So I'm like, this is sad. Because well, I mean, but at this point, we found out that Atlas has a girlfriend, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know her <laughs> alright we do gotta wrap up we have so much we could keep talking about with just yeah. the first half of this book which is crazy um, but we don't want to take five hours of your time so <laughs> we should probably stop here and we will be back next week to talk about the last half of It and Us and then right after that, we will be jumping into the brand new book, Starts With Us. And is it, is it, it I'm assuming it's about the same character. Is that right? Um, yes, I can't really tell you what is, don't read what it's about, by the way. Okay. Because I feel like it might spoil something. Okay. So I can't really say what it's about, but yes, there are same characters in it. Okay. Interesting. Yes. All right. Well, we'll be maybe not all of them, but maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't say if all of them are in it or not. I, I haven't read it yet, but. <laughs> all right. Well, next week we will also have a guest on the podcast. So that will be really great. Um, add a little bit of a perspective into our discussions. I do also, I should have put this at the beginning, but I do want to put out there that this book does deal with sensitive topic um so as you've heard us talk about it does deal with um other types of violence so um just be aware of that if you um, triggers to those topics um maybe skip this one um if that's the case and we do try really hard in our conversations filter that out so if you do enjoy the parts of the story that we have talked about definitely come back and listen to our next episode um whatever so until um, next week uh, feel free to find us on media and follow we uh, put our updates on there of what we're going to be reading next just uh, would love to interact with anybody out there who's listening to us. So, um, yes, thank you for listening and see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.
Thank you for listening to Books Between Sisters. If you are a book lover and enjoyed our discussion, we'd love to hear more from you. Please feel free to follow us on Twitter or Instagram or both at BBS underscore pod. You can also send us book suggestions or questions at booksbetweensisterspod at gmail.com. Or if you'd like, you can find us on ko-fi.com forward slash BBS podcast if you want us to buy us any coffee, books, or just donations of any kind.